0: Hey there! Did you know I publish a script excerpt every week on Wednesday? And did you know you can get early access to the next episode on Saturday? Finally, did you know there's an awesome fellow romantics community on the website of The Lesbian Romantic? If you didn't, go to lesbianromantic.com slash newsletter. And sign up. You'll get immediate access to all of that. That's lesbianromantic.com newsletter. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 28. Millie kicked off her sneakers in the hallway of her apartment. It was late, and she just wanted to leave them on the floor, but she knew she shouldn't. She sighed, picked up the shoes, and threw them in the closet. She walked into the living room and looked around. Everything was in its rightful place. Since there was nothing to clean up, she sat down on the couch. She was surprised how quiet the apartment building was on a Thursday night. Outside, cars passed by now and then. She listened for the sound of tires on the gravel in front of her building. There was nothing. Millie pursed her lips. Maybe she should check her email or her text messages. She had purposefully not checked either since yesterday evening. She was still angry. When she thought about yesterday's conversation with Hannah, her chin started trembling. She knew she would have to face the situation soon, though. She thought there were probably several messages from Hannah waiting for her. She did wonder what was in them. Maybe Hannah had even left something on her voicemail. Millie let out a frustrated breath and jumped up. Fuck it. She quickly walked back into the hallway to grab her bag. She sat back down on the couch and unlocked her phone. Millie's eyes scanned the list of conversations. She frowned. Then, she tapped Hannah's name and scrolled down to the last message. It was the message Hannah had sent her yesterday morning. Realization came slowly. There were no new messages from Hannah. Not a single one. No missed calls either. What the fuck? Millie mumbled. She didn't understand. Her first response was to grow even angrier. Hannah really didn't care about her that much, did she? Millie eyed the pillow lying next to her. She really wanted to throw something. She was tempted to call Hannah and lash out at her. Millie groaned and hid her face in her hands. Her eyes brimmed with tears. She felt powerless, hurt. She wished Hannah had never told her the truth about how she had been selected for the grant. A loud knock on the door startled Millie. She nearly tripped over her own feet when she got up. She wiped her cheeks dry with the sleeves of her sweater. Millie checked who was in front of the door. She gasped in surprise as she took in the view she saw through the peephole. She opened the door in a hurry. Why on earth did you bring that? Millie said. You looked like you needed it. I bought it on my way over here. Christine replied. She lowered the bottle of liquor she had been holding up in the air and smiled. You stopped to get me cheap? Millie inspected the label. Cheap. Bourbon? It wasn't cheap, darling. Can I come in? You're my singing coach, Millie said as she stepped aside to let Christine in. You're supposed to tell me how bad alcohol is for my voice. It is, as are plenty of other things, Christine said and handed Millie the bottle I need a glass of that too she added and walked into the living room Millie stood in the hallway for a few seconds staring at the bourbon in her hands then she hesitantly followed Christine I'll pour you a glass but I'm not drinking this fine by me As long as you tell me what's going on. Millie tucked a strand of hair behind her ear. I told you, I'm fine. I decided it wasn't a big deal and I forgot about it. Christine lowered herself onto the couch with a relieved sigh. Oh, I'm not talking about the smashed window, dear. Millie put down the bottle on the coffee table. You're not? Christine pointed at the bourbon. How about that drink? Millie's eyebrows squished together. Are you okay? She asked. Christine smiled. Yes, Millie. I'm just trying to be your friend tonight, not your coach. Millie scratched her cheek. Okay. Christine chuckled. I seem to be making you uncomfortable instead of talkative, though. Millie tried to hide her discomfort with a smile. No, no. I'm just not sure what you want to talk about. Christine stretched out her legs and took in a deep breath. You just seem a bit less focused, that is all. Millie tugged at her sleeve and looked away. You noticed that, huh? I did. Millie sat down next to Christine. I have been less focused, but I really thought I was doing well on stage. Her voice was shaky. Oh no, Christine said. You were brilliant tonight. It's like Carabino was written for you, dear. I'm so glad I flew in to see it. Millie looked up in surprise. What? Her hands were trembling. She crossed her arms to hide them. Christine put a hand on Millie's knee. You were fantastic on stage, but you're different offstage. What's wrong, Millie? Did something else happen Tuesday night? Millie shook her head. No, just the window. Then I drove off. Is it still upsetting you so much? I'm not upset, Millie replied. She shuffled in her seat. Yes, you are. When I met you in the lobby earlier tonight... You walked past me. And just now, when you opened the door, you seemed angry for some reason. I'm sorry, Millie stammered. That's why I asked to talk to you in private, Christine said. I wanted to make sure you're okay. I've never seen you like this. Millie rubbed the back of her neck. I don't know. I just... Is this about Hannah Emsworth? Millie's lips parted in shock. How on earth had Christine guessed this was about Hannah? Christine let out a breath. I thought it might be. Millie could feel her chin starting to tremble. Oh, no. No, she was not going to let this happen. Not when Christine was around. I'll get you that glass of bourbon, she said and got up. Christine grabbed Millie's hand and stopped her. Millie, please, just tell me what's wrong. Are you and Hannah not getting along? Millie's head was spinning. I know I told you to charm her off her socks. Flirt with her even. I'm sorry. Christine continued. I shouldn't have done that. Millie cleared her throat. throat) It's okay. I understand. No, no. I shouldn't have put that on you. You know, the whole saving the future of the Foundation thing. Yeah, that was a bit much, Millie said softly. She suddenly felt very self-conscious, so she sat back down. Christine rubbed her thumb over the palm of Millie's hand. There is a bit of history between me and the Emsworth family. I'll tell you one day. But now is not the time. Millie arched an eyebrow. Christine shook her head. I know this sounds odd, but I cannot talk about it tonight. Please, just tell me why you are upset about Hannah Emsworth. Millie felt a muscle in her neck twitch. She couldn't remember actually admitting this had something to do with Hannah. She took in a deep breath. Maybe she could share part of the story. Not all of it, of course. No way she was going to admit she and Hannah had slept together. Hannah and I spoke on the phone Wednesday morning. She said as casually as possible. And she mentioned her mother had... Millie sucked on her lower lip while she tried to find the right words. Christine wrapped both of her hands around Millie's. Hannah told me her mother did not select me because of my talent or work. She tilted her head and looked at Christine, hoping her singing coach would understand what she was trying to say. Christine rubbed her chin. Okay. Then what else tipped the balance? Your personality? Millie almost groaned. Christine really was going to make her say this out loud. Maybe, but Hannah mostly mentioned my looks. Christine sat back, a look of confusion on her face. You mean Mrs. Emsworth wanted someone beautiful representing the foundation? She asked after a few seconds. Millie pulled her hands from Christine's grip. And got up again. I mean, apparently I'm Hannah's type. And somehow that was the most important criterion, she said, her anger flaring up again. Christine, however, did not seem to share her indignation. She laughed instead. (laughs) Millie spun around heat rushing to her cheeks. You think that's funny? (laughs) Yes, because that's just silly. Millie's nostrils flared. That's exactly what Hannah called it, silly. Christine gestured for Millie to calm down. No, I mean Lucille would never let something like that play a role in a selection process for the foundation. Millie eyed Christine suspiciously. Lucille? She said slowly. She took a step towards Christine. Maybe you do need to tell me how you know so much about the emsworth family christine's lips formed a thin line millie waited while her coach was thinking after half a minute or so christine looked up at millie i will tell you but not tonight Millie groaned angrily and threw her hands up in the air. Mildred, Christine said, I want to be your friend tonight, but I still will not tolerate this childish behavior. Christine's cold voice shocked Millie. She grimaced and reluctantly sat down on a chair opposite the couch. I'm sorry. Millie said. Christine gave her a long stare and then nodded. Okay. What did you say to Hannah? Millie had a feeling Christine was not going to like her answer. I got angry and I hung up on her. Christine sighed tiredly. Millie could see the disapproval on her face. She wanted to explain herself. She wanted to tell Christine everything. Surely, then she would understand why Millie felt so hurt. But Millie kept quiet. She didn't want to risk disappointing her coach even more. Have you apologized since? Christine asked. Millie gritted her teeth. No. Christine got up and walked into the kitchenette. I think you should, she said while she opened the cupboard. Millie rolled up her sleeves. She told me the morning after I was attacked. On the phone. While I'm here. All by myself. Christine grabbed two glasses. That was a bit insensitive of her. Millie scoffed. (laughs) A bit much. Christine sat back down on the couch. She put the glasses in front of her on the coffee table. She made a mistake, Millie. But I'm sure she was misinformed. And probably just felt bad keeping this from you. Millie studied the two glasses while she thought about what Christine had said. Hannah was indeed a very honest person, she knew. A bit too honest at times, even. Christine might have a point. But surely, Millie still had a right to be angry Who wouldn't be insulted after hearing what Hannah had told her? Christine seemed to be reading Millie's mind. Hannah had nothing to do with this, Millie. She didn't ask to become a patron of the opera, remember? Millie could feel the walls inside her starting to crumble. The pain she had been hiding was starting to seep through. It was still a very hurtful thing to say, she mumbled. Don't pretend to be so naive, Christine said. You use your looks to make an impression on people all the time. Millie opened her mouth. Countless memories of herself wearing a low-cut dress stopped her from speaking. She gave up and pointed at the bottle with a sigh. Are you going to open that or not? Christine smiled. Told you you needed this. Millie rolled her eyes. I didn't before, but yeah, I do now. Christine opened the bottle and poured them each a small glass of bourbon. She handed Millie her drink. You could fly back with me to New York City in the morning and go talk to her, she said casually. Millie shook her head in disbelief. What? No, I can't. I need to work on Sunday. Christine sniffed her glass. You can fly back the same day or on Saturday. Millie was stunned to find herself actually considering Christine's crazy plan. The thought of seeing Hannah made her heart skip a beat. What if she's not home? Christine closed her eyes as she took her first sip of bourbon. You can call her, or you can just do something crazy for a change. Take the risk and surprise her. Millie took a big gulp of the bourbon. The instant burn in her throat made her eyes go wide. They sat in silence for a minute. Millie took another sip from her glass. Okay, maybe I will, she suddenly said, surprising herself. Christine looked up. Will what? she asked. Fly to New York tomorrow morning and surprise her, Millie said. This was part 28 of The Diva Story. This was also episode 80 of The Lesbian Romantic. I was going to say 70, and then I looked it up, and it's 80. Oh my God. We'll be at 100 very soon. Okay, maybe not that soon. It'll take at least a couple of months. If you want to help me reach 100 episodes, or 200, 300, hey, what the hell, 400, please consider supporting my work. This is my job now. I do this for a living every contribution helps so thank you for your support thank you for all your lovely messages and a special thank you to all the people on the wonderful fellow romantics community you make me smile laugh grin think every single day and of course you support me and encourage me So thank you, I am very grateful, and I will see you all next week. Treat yourself to all the stories as they are meant to be experienced. Intense, immersive, and with all the bells and whistles. The Bells and Whistles Theater is a unique, intimate, and immersive experience for 100 fans of the lesbian romantic. Be the first to know, read, or listen. As a theater member, you will enjoy new releases weeks or even months before anyone else does. Go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash romantic to check if there's a seat available today. I want to welcome everyone personally, so these seats are rolling out slowly until they are fully booked, and then the theater is sold out. So make sure if you want to join, you don't miss out, and go check if there's a seat available today. Patreon.com, patreon.com slash, slash lesbian lesbian romantic. romantic.